0: A radio show that confesses Christ. Without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes scripture
1: seriously. Without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to
0: Table Talk Radio. Now the reason why Luther says we daily exercise ourselves with the category, we daily read a page of the Bible, of the New Testament, or the Psalms, or some other piece of the Bible, is because by it, we beat back the devil. (laughs) There's no talk of relationship there. There's none of this kind of lavender-scented piety at all. It says, look, either you're going to be chewed up and pooped out by the devil, or you're going to read the Bible. (laughs) Right. Well, uh, I mean, that's how... It's not really romantic at all.
1: It's not wrong to talk
0: that that God is
1: here. It's just a question of how is he here? Is he here in my emotions? Do I feel his
0: presence? Or do I know he's here because of his promise? And then, over the face of this Moses, you put a plastic, happy Jesus mask. Because this is what most people think of Jesus. <laughs> kind of a <laughs> smiley
1: covering up of Moses. Hey, welcome to Table Talk Radio, where
0: we keep telling jokes so they never get old. <laughs> I bet, Hold on a minute, before we start the show, I'm writing an email to Issues Etc. about my going on there later. Oh, because so, go you, ahead. You, 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 C- you, C- oh, yeah,
1: here. I remember this because you have an infurity complex with Pastor Ketchemeyer, who's on there every week now.
0: Oh, yeah, you know, that's true. It, it's nice. That's when, true. I've been pitching my idea for a regular segment with uh, uh with issues, etc., just so I don't feel bad that Pastor Ketchemeyer gets to do it.
1: <laughs> you know, I just like seeing <laughs> our our kids grow up. You know, yeah, like, that's seeing, true. That's true. Seeing where, where they where they go in life. <laughs> Do you keep Our reminding children. Pastor Ketchamire that he he found his fame and fortune here on Table Talk Radio?
0: I, I, I do, I do. In fact, I was telling Jeff that, too, at Issues, etc. I said, hey, remember how I told you you should have this guy on? Now he's an expert. Uh-huh. My Bible-be arch-nemesis is now grown up and doing Jesus in the Old Testament, every week on Issues, etc., Thursdays at 2 o'clock. Speaking of
1: your Bible-be arch-nemesis, has your new arch-nemesis agreed to come uh, <laughs> on the show? Yes, she has. <laughs> Like this is
0: ridiculous. Were we talking about that online or offline? That The reason why I married Carrie is because she beat me in Bible trivia <laughs> so many years back. And that was my whole motivating factor for going to seminary. Well, if I go to seminary, she'll never beat me in Bible trivia again. Uh, <laughs> Which has proved true mostly because we had never, never played Bible trivia since then. Uh-huh. Yeah, so she agreed.
1: Nice. love well, yeah. it good.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, do you have a uh, buzzword for me? Do I ever? Uh, my buzzword is the Jesuits, okay. <laughs> a.k.a. the Society of Jesus. This is, I'm reading now from newadvent.org. This is the Catholic website where they have the Catholic encyclopedia on and a bunch of anti-Protestant stuff. This is from the horse's mouth, so to speak. The Society of Jesus is a religious order founded by St. Ignatius. How do you say this? I can never. Loyola. Yeah, I always get it confused with YOLO. You know the YOLO?
1: Yeah, I know YOLO. You only
0: live once? No, YOLO. That's 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 cool speak for you only live once. So, so this is St. Ignatius L- YOLO, YOLOLA. <laughs> Designated by him, the company of Jesus, to indicate its true leader and its soldier spirit. You get that? Soldier spirit? So the, the Jesuits, I'm now going to break off and define it myself. And that is the Jesuits were the were the order begun by the in the Catholic Church to stamp out the Lutherans. So they are the mean ones, man. Whoo, boy! So they're right. a mendicant order of clerks regular. That is a body of priests organized for apostolic work, following a religious rule, relying on alms for their support. That's the Bull of Pius V, July seventh, uh, fifteen seventy one, etc. Now, you know who got all tangled up with the uh Jesuits? Not Luther, because they hardly existed then. Uh but uh the other Martin Chemnitz, who wrote a little tract uh against the Jesuits and uh was he and he as he describes it, he says, I was waiting for someone to enter the fray, but nobody would, until the guy Andrada, came along. Uh, defending the Council of Trent, and that was the occasion of Martin Chemnitz writing his examination of the Council of Trent, which itself is a rebellious act because the council said that these decrees are not to be examined. <laughs> In other words, you just got to trust us. Don't ask questions. Yeah, right, says Chemnitz. So so he got into it with the—he uh, he says, I'll let the Jesuits be, and I'm going to now fight with Trent and Andrada." Nice. Uh, I think I'm saying his name right. Andrada? Is that how to say that? I don't know. <laughs> I have no
1: idea. YOLO! Alright, my theological buzzword for you is hope. And um, Theopedia says that biblical hope is not an uncertain desire, it is a confident expectation. And that is right. Uh, hey, you know, I think it, that is right. I agree. When with we you. talk about the hope of the resurrection, we're not saying, boy, I, I hope that there's a resurrection like... Uh, I hope the Chiefs can beat the the, the Indianapolis Colts. It's more of... Minute. What do you hope? The Chiefs can beat the Colts? I'm just saying. that was ironic because the, the, the Colts demolished the Chiefs. Anyway. The Colts um,
0: demolished the Chiefs. Ah, yes. I you should know that. this because your I,
1: vicar is a Colts fan.
0: I know all about my vicar as a Colts fan because I had to grow a mustache for three weeks because the Colts <laughs> beat the Broncos. And now there's a chance, you know, if the Broncos win this week against the Chargers or if they won last week against the Chargers, I guess, for people <laughs> listening. And if the Colts won last week against the, who do they play? The Patriots. Then they could be playing again. And so everyone here around the church wants us to have an even bigger bet. I think they want us to shave our heads. Ah, Ooh,
1: I think this Lord is have good. Me mercy. And we're going to throw tabletop Radio support behind this also. No, no, we are not. Yes, we are. <laughs> no. That's a terrible idea. So this would be like... Uh, Brian hopes that the Broncos don't play the Colts in the playoffs, um, but that's not the kind of hope that's described in the Bible. The it's it's a it's a, um expectation of of what is to come based upon the promises of God. In fact, this is the namesake of your church, Hope Lutheran Church. It is, yeah. And on the altar, we have a big
0: anchor, uh, which is to say that so that that's to show that our hope is a certain hope. Very nice.
1: Just like an yeah, anchor is a certain anchor.
0: <laughs> yeah. It doesn't move. <laughs> you know, that's the idea of an anchor. Okay. It stays in the same place.
1: Got it. Well, this is what we're doing on Tabletop Radio today. We are doing Praise on Cruncher, Bumper, Sticker, uh, Theology, and Church Saint Theology.
0: Ten Commandments in the News, Rinse, Repeat. Yeah, that's right. This is the buffet. This is the, what was it? Oh, this is a medley. Oh, uh, yeah. This is the medley. The okay. breakfast buffet. The, the, the Tabletop Medley. So now I was, uh, uh, this is beginning to be good. I hope, uh, oh my, I had a good thing to say, hope, but now I forgot. Oh, I hope we do a good show. That's what I was going to say. All right. I will give you seven points. Thank you.
1: Now, I got an email here from Chris in Houston, Texas, and it says, I thought you might want to run this song through the Praise on Cruncher and see how it does. It came up in our contemporary worship service. The sermon for that Sunday was about our adoption as sons, Galatians four four through seven. But when the fullness of time came, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law, so that He might redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive adoption as sons. Because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit into, uh, sorry, the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son, and if a son, then heir through God. And then uh, Chris continues, I found myself thinking that they just did a, you- a YouTube search for a son or child and a god of king or something like this, and this is a song that had words oh, that matched, so they ran with it. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I await your crunch results. Thanks in advance. With sincere mediocrity. Chris in Houston, Texas. Thank you, Chris. And uh, this is the song. Um, oh, you know what? What? I think I grabbed what, the what? wrong song. Why don't you stall? Tell us about the praise song cruncher for a minute.
0: So the pr- way the praise song cruncher works is we listen to a praise song, and we uh, ask five questions of said song. So first question is: Is Jesus mentioned? Because to sing to Jesus or about Jesus, you should mention Jesus. That's the first one. Uh, although if Jesus isn't mentioned, it doesn't mean the song is is uh, is uh, is terrible or it can't be used, etc. It's just one mark of the praise song cruncher. Then uh, we dive into the real uh, meat and. What is the thing? Meat and bones? Meat and potatoes, that's what it is, of the praise Song Cruncher. And we ask about mystical form. Is it repetitive? Does it use complete sentences? And then my favorite is mystical content. Does it use romantic languages? Is it subjective or objective? Is it about what God is doing on the inside or on the outside? Um, is it centered on emotionality? And the idea that I am having a one-to-one, one-on-one experience in a direct way with the divine nature. The fourth question, is there any false doctrine? Wait, 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 wait. wait. The fourth question is, how is law and gospel look in there? Is there law, which shows our sin, gospel, which uh, gives us Jesus and the forgiveness of our sins? And then the fifth question is, is there any other false doctrine? And then we put that into a Fortran compiler <laughs> and come up with a result between zero and infinity, <laughs> we don't have a scale for the helpfulness uh, yet for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. We don't also have a Fortran compiler. Well, we got—I got an email. Of someone saying nobody codes in Fortran anymore. That we need <laughs> a.
1: This is embarrassing. <laughs> All of our listeners are like ten times smarter
0: than we are. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's right. Nobody, co- nobody codes in Fortran anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. I knew that. <laughs> this is way out of touch. See, that's part of the beauty of it. I, I think, in fact, it's for the Prey song cruncher to really have its effect, we should either we should need a slide rule, at least punch cards to <laughs> computate it. Uh, whatever kind of computer they had back in <laughs> 1750. I mean, that's when the phone still had, the cell phone still had buttons back then. Right. 1750. <laughs> they didn't even have touch screen, so. Oh okay. we got to use well, that.
1: After this break, we're going to be uh, taking this song <laughs> from Matthew West called My Name Is. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we're going to run it through the cruncher as you just told. That. By the way, good job of uh, articulating the cruncher from memory. Right? you just do yeah. that off the cuff. That's good. Oh, yeah, man. Way it's to a go. part of
0: me. The cruncher is a part of me. All
1: man. right. We'll be right back on Table Talk Radio, and then we'll crunch some praise
0: songs. this is Jonathan Fisk, and Table Talk Radio is terrible.
1: Thankful for God's service through the pastors in your life? Then consider attending Christ for Us in the Office of the Holy Ministry, a conference of the Association of Confessing Evangelical Lutheran Congregations, this coming February 25th through 27th in Cedar Falls, Iowa. Visit our website at acelc.net for information on Christ for us in the office of the ministry. Register online at acelc.net. Are your praise song crunching jerks here on Table Talk Radio? And we are happy to provide this service, especially for Chris in Houston, Texas, who sent us this song from Matthew West. And the name of the song is My Name is Regret. Here it goes. Hello, my name is Regret. I'm pretty sure we have met. Every single day of your life I'm the whisper inside That won't let you
0: forget Hello, my name is Defeat I know you recognize me Just when you think you can win I'll drag you right back down again Till you've lost all belief
1: The song says "Amazing Grace" is the song that I sing. I wish it would just sing that song.
0: <laughs> I like this line though. The coming up next, I am no longer defined by all the wreckage behind. That could be a theme for our show. <laughs> the, one, the one who makes all things new has proven it's true. Just take a look at my life. Oh, except for I don't like that part. I like the I I like the idea of not being defined by our sinfulness. This is a this is a fairly complex theological point. Uh, which I'm sure is rolling around here in this song, and that is that the devil is always tempting us to be defined by our temptations. You know about that? Mm hmm. Do I? So especially um, especially when it comes to the Sixth Commandment, and especially if your flesh is tempted towards something devious or out of order, then it is a, 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 almost a, it's a temptation to be defined by that. Also by your addictions. So it's one of the things that, I mean, kind of addiction people are working on, that you're supposed to admit that this is who you are, etc. And I'm not 100% sure that's helpful. So this is saying, look, I'm not going to be defined by my own sinfulness, uh, but rather by the Lord's mercy. So I am. It should say something about baptism. Let's see if it does here.
1: Um, while you look for that, I, I haven't really thought of that before, how the Sixth Commandment, that's not commit adultery, so we're talking about sexual sins, um, have this uh, tendency to, to become your identity. Yep. You'll see how people walking around saying, you know i am gay and so that's become your identity yeah that's bad um or even i am divorced you know something similar to that yep um or um as you mentioned the addiction thing so i i guess you'd put that uh do you put addiction in first commandment
0: well no addiction is a tricky thing i mean it depends on what the addiction is so you have addiction to gambling is seventh commandment probably. okay sure an addiction to do um, you have six commandment addictions? then you have substance addictions, and that see it 's kind of a pan commandment thing because what substance abuse does is it it deadens your conscience so say so like, say say alcoholism, so say you have a whatever kind of particular bent your flesh is towards say so say you have kind of a lustful uh, flesh and now you get drunk, and then the the your conscience is h- instantly hardened, and now you you're tempted towards sixth commandment, or say you're violent you, you have anger things going on, so now but you're holding it back, but then you're drunk and now your conscience is deadened, and then you act out in anger, or you're rebellious fourth commandment, and now you, but you 're able to hold it back while you 're sober, but then your conscience breaks down through being high or drunk, and now you, you start to act rebellious or a combination of all of them so so substance abuse, when you when you have an altered state of consciousness, that's the point is you're altering your conscience into a deadened state. So then, whatever kind of uh, particular bent your sinful flesh has will manifest itself.
1: Yeah. Nice. Okay.
0: Good. So I don't I, I don't put I can't put drunkenness to a particular com- particular commandment. It's kind of all of them. It's it's a yeah. it's a it's an assault on the conscience. Why? Which is why I think. But the devil, by the way, loves to get young people. Because remember, we're kind of born with a tender conscience, and it just gets calcified as we get older. But if the devil can get young people, especially adolescents, to get drunk or high, it takes what is a semi-tender conscience and instantly hardens it. So then you do all this kind of stuff, and and supposedly, yeah. and it allows you to distance yourself from your sin. So then the guilt comes along the next day, but then you say, oh, "I wasn't me." I yeah, was, I was
1: drunk. Yeah, I was drunk. Yeah. I don't even
0: remember it, and all this sort of stuff. So it enables it, it enables you to distance yourself from your guilt without out without actually having to embrace it. And so that's a different kind. But then, there, but what really is bad is these addictions which are bound up to the commandments. So yeah. six commandment addictions or seventh commandment addictions, because then not only are you manifesting an addiction but you're also sinning at the same time.
1: Well, and you know, the thing about addiction is um you know, it's those who who have addiction uh who know the extent of sin. Uh in other words, uh sometimes let's say you have um uh I don't know, uh propensity towards anger or something like this. Um, oftentimes we approach that like, well, you need to figure out how to get that under control. You need to overcome that, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but the the addict knows that no matter how hard I want to overcome that, um, I can't break myself of the addiction. And uh, this is uh, a good way then to understand our own sin. Um, we can't by our own willpower just say, okay, I am going to stop sinning. It's like we're addicted to sin, <laughs> right. and we That's have to right. we have to go for another hit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Oi.
1: So, okay. so I mean, just standing up and preaching for half an hour about how you need to become better is kind of like just kind of telling a meth addict, hey, stop doing math.
0: That's right. That's right. But we do the same sort of thing. I mean, this is what's probably going on in Article 2 of the Formula of... Com- Wait a minute. Article 1 of the Formula of... Hey, Formula? careful now. Easy. Easy. <laughs> 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 Where it's saying... What is that? What article is it? Where they what are you say talking about? <laughs> they say uh, we are not defined by sin. In other words, the error that comes up is that human our human nature, is sin. And they say, no, 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 no. We have to make a distinction. While we can't make a separation between human nature and sin, we have to make a distinction so that we cannot be defined as sinner. Sin c- so clings to me that I don't know a difference between myself and sin. And yet, Jesus didn't die to redeem sin. He's not going to resurrect sin. Jesus didn't assume a sin nature. He assumed human nature. So there's a distinction between me and between my sin. So that while it, so that sin is an addiction, and yet it also does not define me. What defines me is what God has done, that he has created me and redeemed me, and that he will resurrect me. That's our hope.
1: hope. So it would be important then in this song to be mentioning that.
0: I would hope so. Oh yeah, we're crunching a song. I told totally <laughs> that.
1: So number one is Jesus mentioned.
0: Uh, da, 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 no, it, I oh the one true King. I maybe should be Jesus. Nope, nope. That's the Father. No, 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 nope. Jesus is not mentioned.
1: Okay.
0: Excuse me. What's the second question again? <laughs> um. Oh yeah, mystical form. Okay, mystical form. I think it uses sentences, except for I don't know the verb in this sentence. Wa oa 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 oh.
1: Uh, Yeah, that I don't think is a sentence.
0: Hello, my name is Defeat Onir, just when you think you can win it. But the, otherwise, it's kind of a narrative. You know, it's kind of a thing that's a thing. What is that called? By the way, hey, which, it tells a story. Which
1: version of the Praise on Country are you utilizing currently? I have two, 2.0. 2.0, okay. Yeah, so we have truth and repetition. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I don't know. You could say that's some kind of an artistic uh, musical thing, or you might make—I think you could make the argument that that is being used for its purpose of mysticism. What do you yeah,
0: think? Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of in the middle. This song, it has verses, so it doesn't repeat itself yeah. over and over.
1: Now, I, 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 that that struck me when we were when we received this email, because the, the lines are blurred between— um, Praise song and contemporary music. Uh, contemporary yeah, because this, music.
0: this this does strike me as a song you listen to the radio because it's moving along, and it doesn't have that repetitive thing so that someone has something to remember. That, and what yeah. do you memorize in this song?
1: And it's not necessarily easy to sing, you know? So yeah. uh, I, I think this is probably why our listener Chris uh, suspected that it wasn't so much that this was a uh, a song that they wanted to have in their worship as much as like, okay, quick, pull up YouTube. Type in a couple key words that it fit with our message today. You find a song? Okay, yeah. run that one. That'll be our yeah. sermon hymn.
0: This is more like a... Uh, yeah, that's right. Cause this is more like a um a concert song than it is a praise song. So, Okay. Number three, mystical content. Well, let's see. What is the questions about that?
1: Uh, Mediacy, romance, loss of self, internal, subjective.
0: I don't know... It. It doesn't really have that too much either. I mean, the whole gist of the song is like this: we got a lot of regrets, and we got a lot of we we got defeat kind of creeping up on us. And yet, we are the children of God, so we're set free by His grace. And I'm not defined by this bad stuff. So it seemingly does not. It lacks that mystical content quality. Okay. I—I I mean, I. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah. It's again. I think because, and this is kind of interesting, because this song wasn't designed to be a praise song. It lacks mystical content. Um, what that's it different. was designed to is be a music that's going to be on the radio and sell albums and stuff like that. So it's a little bit more poppy. It's just, you know meant to kind of tap your tap your foot or whatever. Yep. Um, and so it's going to lack that mysticism that the praise song cruncher is designed for. And uh, maybe after this commercial break, we'll ask ask the next two questions of The Cruncher and then get into Bumper Sticker and Church Science Theology.
0: Part-time hosts full-time nonsense you're listening to table talk radio
1: and we're back on table talk radio
0: song makes me happy (laughs) my goodness but you hear how happy it is Oh. oh my god. Such a pretty thing you say. Hello. That's gonna be the, the closing hymn of, of uh the
1: worship service.
0: Yeah. So we man, are playing song...
1: the praise on cruncher with this song, Hello, my name is Regret of Matthew West. And uh, so far, we've found it to be mostly a song that you hear on the radio, but uh, maybe not necessarily in worship. But however, our friend Chris in Houston, Texas, said that this was a song in worship. Weird. So who knows? But now we need to go to the question, uh, the fourth question, is uh, law gospel rightly distinguished, or is it mixed up or not present?
0: Uh, well, the law kind of comes to us in the form of regret and defeat, although... You know this is interesting These are the voices on the inside. It's talking. it's trying to get at the idea that our conscience is, has this thing where you hear these voices in your conscience, mostly, you know, from childhood and from your friends and you got guilt and shame and you even hear have the voice of Moses echoing around in there, and that's not particularly helpful to your self esteem. Uh, yeah, yeah da, da, de, de. Except for we want to hear the voice of Jesus, it didn't ever get to that. Amazing Grace, we're singing. I'm not sure that... I mean, there's a little bit of law and a little bit of gospel. It doesn't quite get to the point of sin and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it leans in that direction, you know what I mean? This is kind it's of like, like those uh, guys
1: that, that, that want to um, preach the law, but they want to do law light. And so yeah. it changes into just talking about... The messy situations we're in, which n- no question about it, is because of of, of sin. Yep. But, but to just talk about these messy situations isn't yet talking about the result of sin. That is, uh, um, the the wrath of God that He has for sin, being a just God that He is.
0: Yep. It's like you know, this song is like the person that got up on Sunday morning and got dressed to go to church, and then just never got in the car to go. <laughs> like they were thinking about it, but it never quite got there. It was going so well, and then... <laughs>
1: Very good, okay. I got
0: distracted watching um, Meet the Press or something. <laughs> yeah. I hear uh, there's a show called Meet the Press on Sunday morning. I've never, ever in my whole life seen it.
1: I have. Yeah? Is it good? How do you watch it? Uh, used to, well, it used to be on when I was getting ready for church uh, years ago. Back hmm. when... uh r- what was his name? Kurt Russell? Or no, what's his name?
0: What's that guy's name?
1: You can picture it, can't you? you can I know. He kind
0: of looks like uh, his... John Candy. Yeah, yeah. Not John Candy. <laughs> is that the name? Yeah. Married yeah. to, what's his name? Th- Roseanne Bars? Yeah, we're, we're kind of embarrassing <laughs> ourselves right
1: now. Why don't we uh, go on to the last question? Any other explicit what is false Tim, teaching?
0: R- Tim Russert? Tim Russert, yeah. Russert, yeah. He died. Yeah. He probably died like 10 years ago. Yeah, that's Tim how. Russert, that's right. That'll be my Ten Commandments in the news. Tim Russert died.
1: Anyway, any other explicit false teaching? I don't think so. Did you Let's, see anything? Nope. Let's go to. I, oh, I think that's Crunch then, or maybe not. Maybe not Crunch. Maybe it's one this of those. This is kind of a radio song. Yeah, this is what when you listen, get dressed
0: to go to church, you listen to this in the car on the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the second criteria of that is, do you like it? And uh, and if you, I can't remember, and if you don't,
0: <laughs> I can't remember how it sounded.
1: No, I don't like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you have uh, bumper stickers or church signs to report, you can call them in the 1-800-385-SOLA, 1-800-385-7652.
0: Hi, pastors, my favorite mildly irritating people. Um, church signs <laughs> says,
1: sign broken, come inside for message. Thanks.
0: Oh, boy. I've heard that one before. What are we? Her favorite slightly irritating people? Can we make mildly. that into a bump? It's mildly irritating. If we were any better at this, we would be highly irritated. but because, we've, it was, because yeah. we're only mediocre... We become, we're become we mildly irritated. I liked her enthusiasm. Like, it was like, hi, <laughs> pastors. <laughs> it's like, if you get table talk radio in your eyes, rinse. Yeah, it's if like, irritation persists for two hours, call a physician.
1: It's like it's like she lost a a, fe- a bet on a football game, and the punishment was she has to call in table talk radio. <laughs> hi, that's pastors. Better,
0: that's better than
1: growing up. By the way, I think that you two. should do this. Why Don't you have confidence in the Broncos? They're gonna beat him if they play him again. What's your problem? Get behind me, sir. Peyton Manning.
0: He'll be play he'll be playing in Denver this time though. Don't, don't tempt me. What's that what's what's that line from? Oh I know. That's from Kung Fu Panda. What are you gonna do, big guy? Sit on me? Don't tempt me. So I think that's what should, I say to you. You don't should do this. Me. I don't know. Yeah, I know
1: oh, goodness. goodness.
0: Problem is I'd post the Facebooks of my Facebook pictures of my bald head and you'd never get to see it. Uh, by the way, you know how normally if I want to be depressed, what I do is I pay attention to the Senate. <laughs> it's like a little tentatio. Now, though, I, anymore, if I want to be depressed, I instead of looking to the Senate, I look to Facebook. Depressing. You should get rid of that. Anyways. Thing. I'm thinking about it. The only reason I don't is because you would have this great trial. <laughs> Didn't you I tell me give that you the one satisfaction.
1: day? Like, I just told Carrie that I want to get rid of my Facebook, but I can't because Evan will always <laughs> make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, things are going crazy. In our, you know what happened? We have a Facebook fan page, you know, and we have over 1,000 members for some reason in that thing. And the result is now we have all these requests for these spammers to get on there to sell sunglasses. Oh. Yeah. Wow. All oh, this extra work. Yeah. You never even knew about it. Once we hit the millennium mark, what are we talking about? The right, church let's... sign. Oh, yeah. Sign broken, come inside for message. I bet you that works. I bet you uh, tons of people are like, oh, man, I, I, I wonder what they were going to say on the sign.
1: Right. Let's go inside I think, inside and I think check what it they out. think is like, man, usually the church signs are so informative and teach doctrine, so I guess I better go inside to hear this one. <laughs> 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 oh, church signs! <side. laughs> All right, here's another one.
0: Bumper sticker! <laughs> okay, on the back of a Toyota Prius, obviously, an <laughs> eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. And next to that is, God is too big to fill... I'm sorry, God is too big to fit into one religion. Ah, goodbye. <laughs> 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 On a Prius, obviously. <laughs> what is your choice of the car tell you? Tell us about your theology. Uh, okay, so I, I want my I car for an to eye say makes "The whole world blind." A reflection of have dominion over the world and subdue it. That's what your car should say. Eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. That's witty. By the way, I think about this because, um. A not-eye-for-an-eye probably ends up worse than an eye-for-an-eye, eye because the whole point of an eye-for-an-eye, eye, what's that? There's a name for that. It's called something. There's a judicial name for it. You know, the punishment should match the crime. Right, right. You know about that? Uh-huh. What is that called? Uh. Anyhow, there's a Latin name. I can't remember. I can't think of it. Now, the uh, the point of that though is that you it is a prohib- it is to be prohibitive, because you say, "Man, I- I'd really like to poke that guy's eye-, eye out," but I'd also like to keep my own eye, and I think the keeping my own eye is going to motivate me to not poke out that other dude's eye. And now nobody has their eyes poked out. You see how that works? Mm. Retributive justice is that what? Anyway. The po- now there's something else though in the New testament and uh and that is uh, that w- as according to Christians, we suffer, and so we say vengeance is mine, so we hand it over to the lord to uh, to act in wrath and we act in love so there's a there's a kind of a dual ethic in the way we interact with society, so as citizens we want there to be justice and punishment to fit the crime as Christians, we suffer uh, and don't try to uh Have, you know, revenge. Nice. Now, what
1: about um, this one also that uh, God is too big for one religion.
0: Uh oh, yeah. What did it say? God is too big for one religion. Something like that. Did did you read it? I would say to that, your religion is too small for our God. Ha 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 ha. In other words, uh, you know, everybody wants. You know what spirituality is? I figured. I think this. Spirituality is the idea that we want God but we don't want him to say anything. So like, you remember how the old people used to say about kids, kids should be seen but not heard. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. That's how people think about God. God should be seen but not heard. In other words, God can hang around as long as he doesn't stop start talking and saying <laughs> anything. And that's the idea, because as soon as God starts saying stuff, he is establishing a religion. So uh so we what we so the response I think to the bumper sticker of how did it go? God's too big for one religion should be, well, what does God say about that? <laughs> and then they'd say, well, anytime well, you have God talking, you have a religion, and so we want a silent God.
1: Especially <laughs> one that isn't going to say that I'm a sinner.
0: Right, that's right. The yeah. silent God. That's what everyone who is spiritual wants, the silent God.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, this the, is the, really the God, the God who will listen to me when I'm in trouble, but not the God who will say anything when I'm not in
0: trouble. That's right. That's right. Or if he does say something, it's exactly what we want him to say. Yeah, and, that's yeah, that's why, right. and that's why he has to talk to us in secret. You know, God better be whispering to us yeah. on the inside, because as soon as he says something out loud, then now we have to right. fight and argue you, about you it. You can't have
1: God talking in language that you can actually discern meaning, because then it, <laughs> you, you could be wrong about what he's saying. Right. Well, we have one more uh, church sign or bumper sticker for you after this break, and then we'll again uh, some Ten Commandments in the news. If you have a bumper sticker or a church sign, give us a call. 1-800-385-SOLA. one 800 385 7652 is a number. More Table Talk Radio right after this commercial break.
0: Oh, cause I never felt the desire to let music set me on fire. And I was saved, yeah. That's why I'm keeping the faith. Yeah, 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 keeping the faith. Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. This is Table Talk Radio. Mm-hmm.
1: Right now, we're back for the last segment of Table Talk Radio. Don't, worry, don't worry, worry, it's stop
0: almost playing over,
1: that song. But... <laughs> you know, the only reason people the best part to the is show. the bumps. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: Uh, that, uh, right uh, we, that's, like, that's how to get the party started at Club Rogue River. Like I said, right there. Where we keep the jokes so the
1: jokes don't get old. I,
0: no, no, this joke is going to get better because <laughs> we're, aren't we going to change the name of our show from Table Talk Radio to Club Rogue River? Is that right? You know, <laughs> I think that's great. I think that is a great idea. It seems like, and
1: I don't, you know, I don't teach the School of Hilarity, so I could be wrong here, but it seems like uh, one of the keys to a good joke is one that would contain information that people are privy to. No way, man! This is all about inside <laughs> insider trading.
0: See, you got to be on the inside of Table Talk Radio lingo, so you got to know, for example, that Rogue River has like seven people. <laughs> it's like, there's one little cafe, <laughs> uh-huh. so that yeah, you got to know that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I I would suspect that maybe maybe, uh, you, you know that people who don't know that wouldn't be on the inside, but those kind of people, we don't even want them. Yeah. We want people who go look on Wikipedia for Club Rogue River. Hold on, I'm going to do that right now. And then
1: find a a, a link to our website with a t-shirt there.
0: By the way, so i got to go to Wikipedia, which has pulled up an eye for an eye, and it is this Lex Talionis. Retributive Justice. That's the idea here. Ah, Okay. Club Rogue River.
1: Okay, so I have one more church Center bumper sticker, and this is what it is. Hi, guys. This is Carolyn from North Dakota again, and I have uh, a bumper sticker, actually two bumper stickers to report um, here in the YMCA parking lot in Fargo. Um, I have an orange Volkswagen Beetle with the Coexist bumper sticker, and then War is Not the Answer, uh, which is the North Dakota Peace Coalition Bumper sticker, apparently. I wasn't aware we had a North Dakota Peace Coalition, but there you go. You learn something new every day, I guess. Uh, Thanks. Have a great day. Thanks, Carolyn, in North Dakota. All right. If war
0: is not the answer, what is the question? (laughs) 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 Uh, So, uh, what (laughs) was it? There's a song by the band War that I like. Yeah? What is that band War had a question? I don't I don't know what you're talking War about. band. Sorry. War. There's a band, don't you know the Oh yeah yeah War yeah. Band? Okay, I'm with you. American funk band. Low Rider. <laughs> that is what it is. Low Rider. So, the if the question is what band wrote the song Low Rider? Then the answer is war.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Proving this bumper sticker completely irrelevant.
1: <laughs> okay, then what about? Okay, then we have uh, coexist on the orange Volkswagen.
0: Vehicle. Yeah, this coexist thing. Oh, man, it's everywhere. It is ubiquitous. Ubiquitous. That's a theological buzzword. I use the word hope, by the way, a second time. You only get you, one, one point You haven't even come close to using the word Jesuit. Uh, you haven't even gone in the neighbor of Jed, <laughs> <laughs> the neighborhood. I mean, you're not even. Which what? what anyway, <laughs> so I suppose if the question is how do we coexist, then the answer is not war. But this bumper sticker is related to our previous bumper sticker, which said "An eye for an eye makes the whole world blind," and it is the assumption of the peacenik that is that violence is unhelpful always, that violence breeds violence. Now, it is the opinion of the Bible and other like-minded Western thinkers that because our human nature is sinful and therefore needs to be restrained, and because sin has a tendency to break out in mass ways, that there has to be some hard edge to society, like police and soldiers that the greater outbreak of violence can be prevented. So you have the lesser evil to prevent the greater evil. So war is there so that those tyrants who would try to take over the world fail. And the police are there, so our retributive justice is there, so that, so that crime is held back. This is, so this is first use of the law kind of stuff. But look, so prevalent is the idea that we are good people that the idea of a, of, a, of a police force and the idea of an a, a, a army and even the idea of there being an evil regime in the world is questioned by this kind of bumper sticker. So the assumption behind this bumper sticker is that we are all basically good-hearted folk and that everyone wants everyone else's best interest, and so this kind of idea of justice and war is unnecessary. See that? So it's a totally different worldview. Yeah, Interesting.
1: Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Can you believe we got somewhere with that?
0: No, I can't.
1: But now I want to get somewhere with ten commands in the news.
0: Okay, now I got a couple. I like this one. Uh, here, you tell me what headline you want. Pope Francis stops to pick up hitchhiker.
1: <laughs>
0: Khamenei. I'm, g-
1: I'm going to go with that one. It doesn't matter what the other ones are. I'm going to do that one. <laughs> you might like the other one.
0: Khamenei prohibits men and women from chatting online in Iran. Or. Could you survive a week with no internet?
1: I I'm like the pope, the pope one. Pope. Go with okay. pope, pope Francis.
0: Pope Francis, uh this is headline Vatican City maybe. Pope Francis was riding in his pope mobile <laughs> through the Vatican's, Vatican Wednesday waving and shaking hands with an exuberant throng when he when he motioned for the vehicle to stop and pick up someone in the crowd. The Catholic Nude Service news service Whoa, reported is that the
1: Catholic Nude Service. <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> I know, That's that we, a di- I, I know we have a new pope and everything, but this is a swing.
0: <laughs> Remember the Feeney thing? Oh, yeah. Uh, that was great. Hey, guys. The Catholic Pr- News the, Service the reported that uh, the delighted hitchhiker was Father Fabian Baez of Buenos Aires, a great confessor, according to hashtag Francis. The pope also stopped to give some advice to newlyweds in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> CNS reported. There oh, no. you go. That's all the article makes was. And wonder, then there's a video. Makes you wonder what that earlier. advice
1: was, doesn't it? Yeah. Like I I wouldn't make the same mistake you did. <laughs>
0: now here's a comment. Show number one comment. The Pope is an embodiment of what it means to be a Christian. It's so bad. So many people who call themselves Christians dislike him so much.
1: Yeah. I dislike him because he denies justification by faith alone. Which is not the embodiment. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's probably not a good idea.
1: <laughs> I, I think, what did he call it, the embodiment of Christ or something? Yeah. I, I think yeah. the embodiment of Christ would uh, preach justification by faith alone, because that's what Jesus preached.
0: But. If he was driving around the Vatican, where did he take the guy?
1: <laughs> Just to the other side it's, of the parking lot. I know the Vatican is like as big as it's a like, postage.
0: You state. guys get the picture?
1: Okay, yeah. all right, get out. <laughs>
0: It says here in the headline Pope picks up old friend in Pope Mobile. I just I kind of like saying Pope Mobile. Yeah.
1: Uh okay so what uh, I don't know how long Ten go, commandments. how long has it been now a year now that we have had this new Pope Pope Francis who's a Jesuit priest and and uh so he has been getting in the news there you lately go. because Jesuits
0: I'm going to give you a, that was just a setup. <laughs> 200. Is he a Jesuit? Yes. <laughs> okay. Which is
1: surprising, right? Because usually the Jesuits are the ones who know something about theology. Uh,
0: y- well, some ish. Yeah, I mean, ish. So I how mean. did the Jesuits end up they ended up in South America because they were making that movie The Mission, and then they just stayed over there when they were done filming. <laughs> I Guess so. And then and then they became a bunch of socialists. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that goes. That right there is church history in South America in 2 minutes or less. All uh, right, yeah. Free tuition here at Table Talk Radio. <laughs> yep. So they st- they made the movie The Mission and then they became socialists.
1: Okay, so 10 commandments. In the uh in the office of the Pope, you have a breaking of the third commandment mm-hmm. and the second commandment, particularly misusing the name of the Lord. Uh, So that God would not say um, that I have set up an office to speak forth infallibly, but the Pope claims such an office. Um, Also that the Lord would have us hear his word, um, and uh, uh, the Pope denies that word when he denies justification by faith alone. Uh, So in in that you have also the breaking of the first commandment. But let's get to the, the second table, which might be more interesting here. Yep. Um, you have a dealing with the fifth commandment, a caring for the po- uh, person's um, body. Uh, so again, I don't know. particularly know the. I mean that, that that article didn't give a lot of information, but I uh, hear you had someone who needs uh, who needs a ride, and so he provides that bodily need. Um,
0: <laughs> I still think. It was, I mean, the Pope mobile is like the Subaru. Four wheel drive thing with I'm, like a sunscreen on it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm, you're I'm, not going to take someone a long ways.
1: Yeah, I, I, I picture like this this golf cart with plexiglass encased. It's kind of it.
0: yeah, that's kind of how it is.
1: Strapped onto like a, a yeah, like a Subaru with a
0: with a priest with a video camera riding around in the back seat. Yeah, you have the sixth
1: commandment in advising newlyweds. So there's that. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> that's about that, that's about all I got.
0: Yeah, that's all I got too. Yeah, so. I don't. You know, this is the. Uh, this has to do with some of the white devil stuff. You know, Luther talks about you got a black devil and you got a white devil, mm. and so the white devil has a lot of outward righteousness but no good doctrine, yeah. and that's what you're pretty well looking at here. So
1: yeah, so uh, this is why he's catching so much uh, news lately, right? Yep. yep. All right. Well, that's it for us. Thanks for listening to this
0: edition of Table Talk Radio. Where the points are like the gas you saved getting a ride from the Pope. Thanks for listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio. (laughs) Table Talk Radio is not for everyone. Please consult uh, your pastor before listening
1: funny, right, to Table Talk that's Radio. Funny. That's I don't know. Side effects
0: I don't know. I don't know. I don't not not 200 for that, to 7, I win. And falling off your I information, visit tabletalkradio.org. Oh, boy.